the Black Wrestling Revolution Podcast. Oh, Kofi trying to find it. Kofi free. Kofi. When we talk all things wrestling from the WWE, we already saved WWE. NXT, Belair goes for the cover. Lateral press hooks a leg. New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW. Now here is your host, Tracy, aka Smiley. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Black Wrestling Revolution podcast. This your girl, Miss Smiley, the one and only, the hostess with the mostest. I am your producer. I am the host. I run this shit. I am the queen of this goddamn castle. Kira, will you knock it off? Girl, I am trying to record. I'm so sorry. My dog decided this the time to play with her toy. I am sorry. <laughs> Anyways, welcome. Welcome to my podcast. Um, If you're new here... Uh, my name is Smiley. Um, I am a huge fan of wrestling. Uh, I love everything pro wrestling, but especially when it comes to black wrestling, black wrestlers, black podcasters, black anything that's to do with wrestling. I am like straight up in the front. I am on the, I'm in the trenches. Like I am there. I am all for it. 100% because God damn it. I'm black first wrestling fan. You probably Second. also know me from the craziness that is. Twitter wrestling court. If you did know, I was the one who hosted the very first Twitter wrestling court with Seahawk when he decided that he wanted to go to brunch with a white woman and she started saying lyrics to a song that she probably shouldn't have done. And that turned into one big huge joke, which has turned into something that was completely, I didn't even think would ever happen. Um, it went from that. I hosted the Faye Jackson uh, trial, the trial of Faye Jackson, um, which I, I still have to give. I have to give all the fucking credit to uh, Auntie Faye, uh, Sugar Leviticus Dunkerton, Tasha Steeles, and Mama Big Swole, and of course, AJ Gray for being our bailiff, and Sway for saving my butt when my shit crashed, not once, but twice. I have to give all the credit to them because, God damn it, it probably would have been ruined if my shit just kept crashing. So, I give all the credit to them. If it wasn't for them putting this whole thing together, it's just even letting me be a part of it. Like, I just, thank you. So, um, yeah, if you, you, you just, you know, I had to put that in there right quick. <laughs> hey, girl, knock it off. Sorry, I'm okay. Y'all know my damn dog in front of y'all. Ugh. Don't judge me. Anyways, um, I'm sorry. I've been gone a very long time. I've been gone since March. I said I wasn't going to do that no more, but a girl just became so stressed out. I became very depressed and I, I need to, I need to, to just leave again. Um, I don't know if y'all saw my stat, like, oh God, y'all saw my status on Twitter and not my status, but y'all saw my tweet. And I was actually going to delete this. I didn't think anybody was going to hear me because I have been through so much with this podcast that I really didn't think I was like, maybe, maybe this is just not for me. Because if you guys didn't know, I've always wanted to do commentary. That was my, that was like a goal of mine because I realized there's not enough black women on wrestling commentary, like wrestling shows commentary. Like I've barely seen 
one or two. And I was like, I I, I want to be there. I want to be there calling the action. I want to be there, you know, watching the matches and putting my, you know, two cents into the match live. And then I realized, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't just do that. Maybe I should just, you know, just, just put my two cents, but on the outside, not during the shows, because I have a wild ass fucking mouth and nobody wants to hear that shit. So, <laughs> so I decided maybe, maybe this is, you know, be a start. And the way this thing has been going, it's been very stressful. I started with my friend Taylor. Taylor left the show. Then I found another co-host. He also left. Then I found another co-host. He also left. Then I found another co-host. She had to leave. And so I was like, maybe, maybe it's just, maybe it just wasn't you know, for me, maybe I should just quit the podcasting business. And then I, one day I was like, you know what? I I've seen like, you know, the Dave Meltzer's of the world. I've seen the fucking JD's from New York's of the world. And I was just like, you know what? All these white men run wrestling, uh, podcasts and content. There's not many black women. There's really not like there. Yes, there's a black podcasters, but there's none that's like me just by herself talking shit <laughs> about wrestling for I don't know how fucking long. There's not many of us out there doing that. So I was like, I it, there needs to be somebody. And if I'm going to be that somebody, I will fucking do it. So that's when the Black Wrestling Revolution podcast was born. But then I, I just there was just so much going on in my life. Y'all. Didn't, don't hear the echo anymore. That's because your girl is no longer in Florida. I am no longer based out of Florida anymore. I am back home in the windy streets of Chicago, Illinois, where I was born and raised, and I'm happy to be back. But um, let's get to the issue at hand. Um, shall we, ladies and gentlemen? Let's just just get to the issues at hand. So I see we're still having a problem with diversity and it seems to me that white people are still not understanding why black wrestling fans and even some black wrestlers are very upset with the product right now. So yesterday I made a tweet as usual. I (laughs) tweet first, think about people's feelings later. And basically, I tweeted that during the pandemic era, when we had the empty arena shows and the empty arena, you know, um, recordings and all that shit, a lot of black wrestlers ran that shit. A lot of them. A lot of them were getting booked. A lot of them was doing all the fucking dirty work. And then when it finally, you know, when they decided "Mm, maybe we can actually like do um, shows again with fans that's when they just stop booking them. And I'm just like, excuse me? Like, are you fucking serious? Like, it, it kind of just popped into, you know, I had a, had to talk with, you know, some people. And I'm just like, what? Like, what? No, that's, the, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand why that is a thing and why all these black people, all these black wrestlers, um, stopped getting booked after putting their goddamn fucking blood and sweat and tears into these fucking matches during the fucking pandemic era, trying to get booked, knowing that they, blah, blah, them, they themselves could get sick and, you know, with COVID, but they still put themselves in harm's way 
just so they can put on a show and entertain everybody else. And the fact that afterwards, these bookers and these, you know, company people was like, all right, I'm done with you now. Like time to put, you know, all these other white people in front of them. And I just, no, that's, 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 that's not how this thing goes. That's not how any of this fucking goes. <laughs> Um, so basically what I had said was, in a quote, the fact that these black wrestlers really helped these companies during the empty arena shows and now they're not even getting booked is the bullshit we talking about. Even in these big fucking companies, these big fat ass companies like AEW and WWE, a lot of indie wrestlers got booked on those shows. Never to be booked again, didn't get signed, nothing, especially for AEW Dark. A lot of black talent, a lot of indie black talent got on that show during the empty arena shows when there were zero fans there and they were just doing it for like YouTube or TV and they never got booked again. Like some of these big, you know, indie, you know, uh, people, I'm not going to say their fucking names, but y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about. They only book, you know certain black people or maybe one or two so they can you know have their diversity with quote unquote <laughs> I'm doing the quote unquote fingers you know just so we can shut up and not call them out on their bullshit so here's the deal when when will it oh god I can't even get it out of my mouth uh when will these companies learn that diversity, it's not just having one or two black people or people of color on your show and calling it diversity? Like, how can I explain it? Like, Big Swole. Big Swole is talented. She has so much talent in her one little fucking finger, but she hasn't been on TV in months. In months, now I understand Swole has Crohn's disease, Crohn's disease, and I understand that. But when she's not sick or when she's not at home, she's only doing shit for YouTube. And I, that's still a big platform, but we need people like her on TV more often. Then there's people like Bianca Belair. She was champion for all of what? Four months? Six months? And... Her reign ended in less than 25 seconds. And all of a sudden, here comes the fucking orange hair Becky Lynch. And boom, she's champion again. For what reason? For what goddamn reason? Because she was... I, I don't understand that. Becky can be champion for a whole entire year. But a black woman can't get... Can't be shown the same kind of respect that Becky has. She has put in years. Years in this business. And yet... You have her lose her championship like that? And these white fans are just trying to tell us to shut up and to be patient? Shut up and be patient. Be patient. Hmm. Where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah. I've heard that plenty of times. I heard that during her entire NXT career. Every time she lost a championship match, it was be patient. Just be patient. She'll get hers. Be patient. Whenever Naomi was somehow in the title picture, whenever they decided to put her in the title picture, it was be patient. 
just be patient. Or she's been champion twice. She's fine. She shouldn't she shouldn't have any more championship reigns. She's had the title twice. She's good. No more. But you say something about fucking Alexa Bliss and everyone comes to you for your fucking head. For some reason they want her to be champion again. No damn well she's been more champion. Yeah, she's been champion more times than fucking Naomi and Bianca put together. Hmm. That's interesting. Also, let's not forget. This is not the first time a black woman has lost at SummerSlam. Bianca Belair has was not the last. She was not the first and she will not be the last. Because this has been a thing at SummerSlam that black women with championship loses. Because it all started with Miss Alicia Fox. She was the first and only, first and only black woman to win the Divas Championship belt. And she lost it at SummerSlam and never got that bitch back. Then there was Sasha Banks. Always lost her title at SummerSlam. Knowing that she had less than two months reign with it. She lost it at least twice. Then there was Naomi. She lost her title at SummerSlam 20... So was it 16? 2016? 2017? That's when she lost it. I think it was 2016 to be completely fucking honest. Um, she lost her title and she hasn't had that title back since. She came back at WrestleMania uh Orlando and she got the title. She lost it to Natalia at SummerSlam. She has yet to get it back. She hasn't even been on TV much. She's only on TV for less than 25 seconds. She hasn't had a fucking good ass match. And I don't know how fucking long. If that's not. Mm, sorry. Almost went all the way fucking off. <laughs> it's just. White people try to. The only thing that really makes me mad. Is that white people try to put their two cents into everything. And. Last night kind of showed it. It's when white people, they don't understand when we scream for diversity. When we scream for diversity, their first thought is, oh, but look at your champion. Your champion is the longest reigning African-American WWE champion in history. And that shouldn't be a thing because it should have already fucking happened. It shouldn't have to be still be first for black people. We should all... You know, don't y'all want, you know, people to be treated the same? We should all be having the same amount of reigns as their white counterparts. But for some fucking reason, it hasn't happened yet. And that's the problem. It shouldn't still be first for us out here. We should all already have had our first. We should have been on our like second, third, fourth. And we still are not there yet. Then there are people saying, oh, but AEW is just beginning. You know, it's been, you know, only a like what? Like it's only like a, a year or two company. Like, I don't want to hear that bullshit. I don't want to fucking hear that. I don't I don't want to hear your Jets be patient bullshit. I don't want to hear that shit. You've been telling us to be patient for years. Do you know how long it took Kofi fucking Kingston? To become WWE champion. It took him 11 fucking years. To get that one title. And it all got taken away from him. In less than 25 seconds. Has he even had that title back? 
Do they even mention that he was a WWE champion because you guys fucking turned on him because y'all didn't think he was good enough to be fucking champion because he didn't act like a fucking champion? I don't even know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. But Drew McIntyre could be over here fucking smiling and making fucking, uh, what's that goddamn Netflix bullshit show that we were all watching when, uh, quarantine first happened? Um. Tiger King references, and y'all ate that fucking shit up. But Kofi can't be out here twerking and throwing pancakes without y'all fucking huffing and puffing going, harumph, harumph. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your just be patient. Whoa, wait. No, I want this shit. I want diversity. I need diversity. There needs to be more diversity in the pro wrestling world. Not just on TV, but also when it comes to journalism. Because I've seen one too many white men take control of all of this. Now, I hate to drop these names. One of them I respect. But the fucking Dave Meltzer of the world. The JD from New York of the world. Even the Sean Ross Saps of the world. I'm sorry. I respect you, bro. I really do. But there's not many of, there's not many people who look like me. Who are big in wrestling journalism. There's not. And Booker T doesn't fucking count. Because we don't fucking count no more. Okay. We don't fuck with Booker T no more. There's not many of us. There's not. We're not as big as these big, you know, you know, these other people who've been in wrestling for years and years and years. For some reason, there's just not many of us out there. And that's the problem. Why are we out there? Why are we not being taken as serious as these other white men are? JD from New York can get on YouTube and yell about wrestling and yell about women and even say the N-word and y'all will forgive him over and over and over again. He can say the most sexist, racist bullshit and y'all will eat that shit up and be like, oh, but it was years ago. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. There needs to be a change. And if they won't do it, God damn it, we will. We will no longer put our money into these big companies. We will support who the hell we want to support. We will support us as a people. We will support our own. Because if these fucking big ass, fat ass companies not going to do it, even these big ass fucking indie companies not going to do it, God damn it, we will. Because we look out for our fucking people. We will always support our black wrestlers. We will always support our black content creators. We will always support our big, sorry, our black wrestlers, indie wrestlers, signed wrestlers. We will support them any way that we fucking can, even if these goddamn big fat ass companies will not do it because that's just who the fuck we are. That's who the fuck I am. So that's why I made shit like this because I wanted to get my voice out there because there's not many of me that's out there like that. I wanted people to see that there are actually black wrestlers out there because according to Brandy, there's only like, oh, I don't know, one or two. And she literally just threw a name out there and said, see, there's one. We care about diversity. She just made a vented our third TV show, even though half of these are all squash matches. See, we care. No, the fuck you don't. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. God, stop tweeting. Delete your Twitter, girl. Stop tweeting. Stop stop talking. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, girl. Shit. Anyway, sorry. I went on a fucking tangent. I ain't mean to do that in front of y'all, girl. I ain't mean to do that. But you see what I mean. 
diversity is not just one or two people. Diversity is a a whole movement. Diversity means that how can I put this into words that white people will understand? Even though white people will never fucking understand because I got called uh, probably because of this episode, I'm going to get called racist again. And I guess if you want diversity in pro wrestling, I guess that makes you a racist. I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. I guess that makes me a racist, whatever. Call me what the fuck you want, but it doesn't, it doesn't diverse from the, it doesn't diverse. It doesn't hide the ugly fact that there's a problem with race in this wrestling business. There's a problem. And the more you try to hide it or cover it up, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger before it's just in your face and you're going to have to deal with it. Because the more you try to hide it, the more we're going to get upset and the more we're going to talk about it before we're just going to throw it in your face and say, deal with this and deal with this now. Or you're going to lose support and you're going to lose money and you're going to lose fans. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants people to lose fans and money. Because if you lose money, that means that none of the money is going to go toward these black wrestlers. And that's a problem. That's a problem. That's really a fucking problem. So before I go, I've already done my yelling at white folks. Now it's time to yell at my black folks. Real quick, black people, especially black wrestling Twitter, especially those who had a problem with some lists that came out. See, we wanted, there's, okay. We all know the PWI list. We all know it. We all know it. We see it every year and we make a big you know, deal if, you know, our favorites are not on the list or didn't make the list because of some fucking bullshit reason. So what the fuck did we do? We made our fucking own. Reggie made a list for us. He made a list of 500 black wrestlers on a fucking list. And, (coughs) excuse me, for some reason, for some odd ass reason, which I will never fucking understand, y'all are upset at the fact that some of y'all faves are on this list, but at not the spot that you wanted. It's a fucking list. It's a fucking list. And y'all making a big fucking to do fighting with Reggie over a fucking number. Really? Why the fuck are we fighting with each other? If we fight with each other, who the fuck's going to take us seriously? When all we do is fucking fight with each other over the most smallest fucking shit. We need to be together as one unit. Because if we fight and these white people see us, they're not going to fucking take us serious. Because they'd be like, see, they're fighting with each other. Over the smallest, pettiest bullshit. So drop it. Okay? So I want to drop the shit. Drop the bullshit. Okay? Okay. That'd be fucking fantastic. So I'm going to leave y'all with this one, one last thing. Please, white folks, do not tell black people how to feel when it comes to diversity or something to do with race and wrestling. Do not tell them how to feel, how to feel, how to act or anything like that, because this has nothing to do with you. You don't know how it feels to be black if you don't understand how it feels to be black to be a black wrestling fan 
in this world, then do not put your two cents in and try to tell another black person what to do, how to feel, or what we should do. Because this has nothing to do with you. Okay? I'm not trying to be rude here, but I've seen one too many white folks try to tell us what to do. And that's just not a thing you should be doing. Okay? Like, you can try to help and uplift us, but don't try to tell us what to do. Because that's just going to get you a good clap back. And nobody wants to see clap back. Well, <laughs> maybe sometimes. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go. This is a very short return episode. Um, I, 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 I'm just, the love and support is real. I see it. I feel it. Uh, thank you so much. Um, if you like it, please, you know, leave a review, please, you know, share this with your friends or your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, whoever the hell in your household is a wrestling fan. Just go ahead, share the fuck out of this. Um, I promise I promise you, I will be back. Uh, I will be doing interviews. I'm so excited. I'm going to be back to interviewing. Knowing damn well, I'm shy as hell. So I don't know how this is going to (laughs) work. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I promise you, I am back. I will not disappear. Hopefully. I I won't. I won't. I won't let my anxiety get to me. And um, oh God, it feels good to be back. I'm going to go. I hope all y'all have a great day. And um, yeah. See you for the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Black Wrestling Revolution Podcast. And Booker T got a shot. The distraction worked. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information and updates, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Black Wrestle Rev. Until next time, take care.